0: good friday morning i'm jake sherman and welcome to the daily punch brought to you by punch bowl news it is friday november 18th 2022 let's get into the mix here are your washington headlines of the day number one on nancy pelosi number two how the new three became the big three and number three, same sex marriage inches toward law. Let's get into it. A uh, quick rumination, I guess, on Nancy Pelosi. Um, most House Democrats uh, have not ever served under another leader. I was in an elevator yesterday with uh raul grijalva democrat of arizona and he turned to me and he said you know she's been my only boss ever in the house and it's going to take some adjustment i think that's the feeling of a lot of lawmakers um pelosi is it's interesting because republicans if you get them off the record and quietly and um uh you know, not around other people, they will express their um, admiration for Pelosi. Um, I tweeted this yesterday, but it's worth a little bit more uh, meat on the bones. She is, um, she inspires a tremendous amount of loyalty and fear. And I've been thinking a lot about that the last couple days, um, because I've covered now three speakers, Nancy Pelosi, John Boehner, and Paul Ryan. And Boehner and Ryan never inspired the fear or the loyalty that Pelosi does. Um, They had their ups and downs as leaders. They had some strengths. They had many weaknesses. But... um, Nothing holds a candle to Pelosi in the sense that she is the most um, effective speaker or congressional leader, at least House leader, that I've covered, probably congressional leader that I've covered. Um, I first started covering her um, in 2009. Uh, That was my first year covering Congress. And um, I came in in the middle of the kind of the health care debate. Uh, and watch firsthand the twists and turns that that took and eventually getting it done. Um, The thing that is most striking to me about Pelosi is that people are genuinely afraid or seem to be afraid of crossing her. Um, I don't know why that is. (laughs) Um, But you know, Democrats really do, even if they are in a bad spot with her over an issue, either political or policy, they just worship the ground she walks on. Um, and I don't think we'll, I'm not sure that we'll ever see that again. Um, now, it'll be interesting for us to see what she does next. Um, she's staying into next Congress. There's a lot of people that doubt she'll stay the entire term, but um, Uh, Count me among those Uh, going back to the rank and file for the first time since you know, for the first time in twenty years is not going to be fun or easy, uh, especially in a Republican-led House of Representatives. But um, we shall see. Anyhow, uh, a historic era for the House of Representatives, historic era for reporters to witness. This is not only members of Congress who have not served under another um house leader house democratic leader but it's also reporters who have never covered including me another house democratic leader so uh we're excited to uh continue to to watch this story and continue to watch it unfold um because the next generation is here in the house of representatives for the first time in two decades and it is a um it will also be a a very historic time that leads us to the number two story of the day, how the new three became the big three. Uh, what's sh- kind of shocking to us is that, especially compared to Republicans, is that consider just yesterday what happened. The Speaker Nancy Pelosi said she wouldn't run again. We scooped that Steny Hoyer was not running again and that Jim Clyburn would seek a lower position in the leader. And they're immediately going to be succeeded by Hakeem Jeffries, Catherine Park- Clark, and Pete Aguilar. And I know I've mispr- mispronounced the gentleman from California's name. I think I got it this time, guys. Um, behind the scenes, though, it was not uh, as smooth as um, as uh, as it looked from the outside. I would say that. And we have a lot of detail in this morning's Punchbowl News AM. So I would really suggest going to Punchbowl News uh, and subscribing. If you only are a podcast listener, you shouldn't be. You should also be a newsletter reader. But here's some just some interesting details. Clark, uh, the Massachusetts Democrat was concerned about a, a, potential challenge from Hoyer and, uh, Hoyer told us he would have won any leadership challenge. Clyburn and Aguilar had a private conversation about making sure that, uh, the California Democrat, um, is, had his role, had his seniority in, uh, uh, an acceptable place. Let's say, let's say that, um, the, uh, The interesting thing to us is that Hoyer was relatively quiet about his... Where he wanted to go in the leadership ranks in the leadership structure, Hoyer told us yesterday. It was actually very interesting to watch. And again, Hoyer is somebody that I've covered for a long time, and we've all covered for a long time. He's been in the leadership since the late 1980s. Um, a very effective majority leader who has kind of been in it as Nancy Pelosi Pelosi's shadow in Nancy Pelosi's shadow rather for uh, the better part of more than two decades. He was very quiet. He was not interested in talking about what he would do until Pelosi said what she was going to do. And yesterday, when we were talking to Hoyer outside of his hideaway on the second floor of the Capitol, he 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 was asked how he feels about not being in the leadership anymore, and he said, "Not good." (laughs) Um, He was not happy about um, about dropping out of the leadership. He has. a lot of seniority on the House Appropriations Committee, where he says he's going to go back to work. Uh, and I listen, Hoyer is a good man and a great leader and uh, an effective leader and somebody who truly, truly cares and loves for this institution. I'll bring something else up. um, and um uh, I think this is important to think about. Hakeem Jeffries has, Basically, no relationship with House Minority Leader House Minority Leader, and pres, presumptive speaker, although who knows if he's going to win, Kevin McCarthy. Um, zero relationship whatsoever. They're going to need to work together on a bunch of issues to keep government funded to raise the debt limit. Hoyer could be an interesting um, middleman on a lot of those topics, and I feel the nods in Steny Hoyer's orbit right now. But yes, I mean, I really do think that. I, I think... Jeffries and um, Clark are not going to want to count on the old guard on Pelosi and Hoyer to do their job, but they might have to seek their guidance or use them as intermediaries from time to time. Um, interesting moment, uh, and then I'll get on to the third story of the day. I was walking with Hakeem Jeffries on Thursday, yesterday. Um, asking him some questions about what he plans to do next blah 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 Uh, and we bumped into Jim Clyburn and Clyburn laughed and said it's on the entire the entire crowd of reporters with with Jeffries for once and not the old guard Number 3 story of the day, the Senate marches toward approving same-sex marriage very briefly last night after 10 p.m. Uh, the chamber voted 53 to 23 to advance the legislation to repeal the Defense of Marriage Act and codifying the federal law to same-sex mar- to the, for the right to same-sex marriage. 23 senators were not there for the last vote before the Thanksgiving recess and they will move back to this bill um, right after the Thanksgiving break. um it's historic and it's probably not getting enough attention right now, but it's amazing that Congress is going to codify same-sex marriage into law. Um, it is um, uh, going under the radar, absolutely going under the radar. Um, the House needs to go back. The House needs to pass it once again, but we don't anticipate that's going to be a problem. And with that, leave us a rating and review. You can subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a wonderful day and stay safe.